everybody, and welcome to the second episode of The Origin Podcast, co-hosted by Connor and Riley. On this podcast, we pick the brains of society's most influential figures and tell the story of how they got to be where they are today. Yeah, so we've got Jet Wu coming on, a defenseman for the Vancouver Canucks. So Riley, you're the one who brought him on here. How do you know him? Yeah, I just know him through hockey, uh, you know, as a kid, uh, playing against and with him. Um, he's always been a scary force on the ice, so we're kind of excited to... Uh, you know, get to know what he's been doing, and uh, I haven't talked to him in like, in probably more than a couple of years now. So yeah, what are so, you kind of excited to, to talk to him about? I was just gonna ask you the same thing. Um, me, I'm honestly, I'm probably gonna jump into uh, the locker room culture. I want to hear a little bit about that. Um, I want to hear about his draft day experience. Yeah, of course, uh, and all of that. Yeah, but. of course. Like the draft day stuff is gonna be super interesting. Uh, I want to hear what he does on a daily routine because I know he's a super hard worker. Mm-hmm. You know, he lives, breathes, and like sleeps hockey. So yeah, um, it's gonna be interesting to kind of see what he does on a day to day basis, and you know, his training routine, even through quarantine and stuff, what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you know, yeah, like whenever the, wherever the conversation goes. Um, yeah, we want it to be natural as possible. We don't want to make him feel uncomfortable, but you know, we are gonna see what he's been doing and you know, kind of his stuff for the future now. And yeah. All right, well, let's bring him on. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Chat Wu. How's it going, man? <laughs> good, good. Thanks good. for having me. Good, thanks for coming. So it's been a long time coming. Uh, we tried to get you on a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know about the whole story about the, the power outage or anything. But yeah. Yeah, no, so I wake up. It's like 9, 9 a.m. I think you're supposed to come in at like 10 or 10.30. Mm-hmm. I was I'm on my way over. Yeah, he was on his way over. And like half an hour after I wake up, I'm like making breakfast. The stove turns off. The lights turn off. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. what the hell is going on here so i go back into the back lane and they're like chopping at the power lines and shit with like no notice right so yeah. I'm like, oh this is bullshit so i go back to talk to them and i'm like hey like we run a podcast out of this house and we got you know a professional ho- hockey player coming on and they're like oh which one and i'm like jet woo and they're like woo i know woo and i was like <laughs> i was like oh like yeah like he's supposed to be here like he's like the city next- of winnipeg workers, yeah just yeah, in like yeah, the next yeah. 45 minutes and they're like, oh, okay, like, we'll hurry up, we'll talk to our boss, like, we'll get this done real quick. And I was like, okay, like, when can you give me, like, a time frame? And they're like, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get back to you. And so it didn't end up working out, but they did try and hurry up, but, you know. He, he called me, and I was, like, five minutes away, and he's like, man, like, you're not going to believe this. And, like, we, we <laughs> yeah, were looking yeah, forward to this, yeah. like, because you were going to be our first guest. Um, and we, like, we've been working on this for, like, a month now, like, trying to, like, get everything set up, get the mics, and, like, figure out all the software and stuff. And he calls me, and he's like, you're not going to believe this, like, my power's out and the city of Winnipeg, like they're not like putting it back on till like one o'clock. And I was like, you're kidding me. Like mm-hmm. Jets literally like, yeah. we already like could try to like book cause obviously you're a busy guy and like weekends don't really work too because you're always out at the lake. Right. But yeah. And then I got here and then sure enough, like they were like, yeah, we can't do anything. And then, uh-huh. well, um, I remember when, like when you called me, yeah, I was like pretty excited afterwards. And then the day came and I remember I just woke up, got out of the shower. And I'm thinking as I'm walking out of the shower, like, 
maybe he, what are the odds he forgot? What are the odds he <laughs> yeah. happened? I'll check my phone. Hey, man. No power went out. Send me a phone. Like, yeah, I send you the pictures to like make sure. Like, I know. You know yeah. I didn't want to like. Yeah, like, he I still send a picture. He you know? said to me, he's like, I hope Jet doesn't think that we're like flaking on. Yeah, like, this yeah. is actually like what are the what are the fucking odds of this? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my god, whatever. Like, it happens. Yeah, I just thought it was pretty funny though because I said your name and they're all like, oh, and, like four or five of them were like, Jet, we're okay, we'll hurry up. And I was yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> and then they didn't do yeah. shit. <laughs> Anyways, we got here now, so let's jump right into it. Um, when did you start playing hockey, man? Oh man, um, I don't know, like. I th- probably just like every other kid, maybe four, five, six. Yeah. But, um, I don't think I really started to to really like it or care that much about it till maybe like ten, eleven. Mm-hmm. So when yeah. did you know like you start like you were like starting like because you were always one of the better players in like my books. Like, did when did you know like you could really like make this a career like that you should take it more seriously? Honestly, like you know, years went by and then I was uh, like I played AAA and. I was a captain of that team and then went on and got drafted to the Western League. And I think it was probably right when I got drafted to the Western League where I was like, huh, like, yeah, maybe I have, maybe I could do something. Right. And then um, I think it was uh, like when I got drafted to, to Vancouver, when I was like, you know what, like, I have a real shot at this. Mm-hmm. Um, so even that late, you're like drafted to Vancouver, and maybe I do have a real shot. Maybe yeah, not even before well, that. Well, before because you were always one of the best kids in in our area, well, right? I mean, you you grow up, you know, trying to be an NHL yeah, player, wanting sure. to play right. hockey, you know, having that goal. And I think it just never is always, you know, just a, a thought or a yeah. dream. But then I think once that happened, it was more like, geez, like yeah. this yeah. could be, you know, my life kind of thing. But so yeah. how many players actually get drafted to the NHL but stay, like, in their minor leagues and, like, don't end up actually ever making it there? I think oh, it's quite a bit. quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, like, I was, uh, I think I was drafted, like, 37 or something like that in the second round. But, um, like, even guys in the first, second, third, like, whatever it is, there's guys that just don't go on to play. And so I think that's why, like, if you get drafted, it's just, like, one more step. You got to go. You still got to keep working. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was, it was, it was by far the best experience of my life, though. So yeah. let's hear let's hear about that. We want to talk about draft yeah. day a little so, bit. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a so great from, story. From the moment, like yeah. the day, obviously you knew it was draft day. Yeah. You woke up in the morning. What'd you do? Oh, so so they had a they had the first round um, on one day. Okay, just the whole right. draft where is on TV. You go on stage, mm-hmm. right. everyone's hands. And where was the draft when you're? It was here? in Dallas. Okay, so yeah. were you there like for yeah. round one? Yeah, oh, so shit. so I went so I went to the draft um, a few days early. Um, Went so you, to a few restaurants in Dallas. Like okay. our, our agency kind of put us all in the same, I guess, hotel. Like all the guys that right. you know, you were anticipating getting drafted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we we get there. It's a great couple of days, good weather in Dallas, and the draft day came up. And I'm in my suit, and all my family. I had a bucket of people there. Like I had okay. at least twenty people there yeah. in Dallas. You know, to support me. Right. Ridiculous. That's and, awesome. Um, like I. It was weird going to the draft. You kind of have a feeling of where you're going to get drafted. So for me, it was, I thought I was going to go anywhere from, you know, late first to, you know, early second. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like the first round had like just over 30 picks in the draft. And um, I don't know, you know, picks 15, 16 come by and, you know, there's these guys that get picked and um, they weren't, I guess, anticipated on going. Right, yeah. okay. And it was just, you know, you didn't know, right? Anything could happen in the draft. And then, mm-hmm. you know, picks 24, 25 come up. And I'm like, oh, like, am I, I might not get drafted here in the first round. And, um, you know, 20, 29 go up, not drafted. And then whatever, 30, 31, not drafted. And I was, oh, it was the was worst. That's probably nerve-wracking, right? It yeah. was nerve-wracking. Yeah. And then, you know, after that last pick was made, 
and you know standing up because you just watched all these other guys get drafted and then right. you weren't it was probably the like I, I tell everyone it was the worst day of my life really you know just watching that and I just felt that I had kind of left let everyone down and like I said I had yeah. 20 something people there like in the yeah. rows across the stage like what you know hoping for me to get yeah. picked and um like I missed my uh grad like I missed my oh, grad shit. it was the day of the draft yeah. so I know there's some people watching that here at home like watching yeah. the draft and yeah yeah, worst day of my life. I think we had reservations to go to a, to a restaurant that night and celebrate yeah. just in case. And mm-hmm. you know, I told my parents, like, I just want to go back to the hotel. Like, yeah. oh, go in shit. my room. And, yeah. Oh, and, you know, they, and looking back at it, they, my parents took it really well. Like, usually, you know, you, you have reservations to this really nice hotel, but mm-hmm. to, to this restaurant. restaurant but, yeah. you know, they just, you know, we understand kind of thing. Went back to the hotel, you know, honestly, like, shed a few tears. Like, I was, like, pretty choked. Mm-hmm. And, but then I just thought, you know, like, Everything happens for a reason. Like, you know, God's got a plan for me. And uh, next day. Go so there. they resume, like, the next round the next yeah, day, right? So, so okay. But this day. isn't, it's not the same. Like, you guys don't go to the, like, place. Like it, no, no, we, 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 we go there. But oh, they, we just don't go onto the stage and make oh, it a right, thing. We right. just kind of go onto the the ice level and meet all the okay. managers and everything. Cool. And, like, within whatever, six picks of the second round, I get drafted. And it was... Mm-hmm the best day yeah, of my life you, get, you know get drafted meet everyone all the families there they actually hooked up a mic to me so they saw i was right. like mic'd up seeing my family um, that's awesome went to this nice restaurant uh and then i think afterwards we had a uh there's like a pool on the on the roof of the hotel mm-hmm. and everyone that was in our agency that i kind of knew we all just went in the hotel or went in the pool and yeah. had drinks at the bar it was unbelievable so that's crazy how you go, yeah. like, the, the worst, worst day of your life, life to, like, the, the best day of your life within, like, 24 hours, oh, right? It was, it was crazy. It yeah. was, yeah. So did you have, like, prior, had you been, like, talking to teams? Like, did you know kind of who had a lot of interest in you? Yeah. And, like, when their pick came up, were you, like, really oh, at the edge of your seat? 100%. So and who else like, was looking into you, like, other than the Canucks? So so when I went to the, the combine, I had, like, a little over 24, 25 teams that I talked wow, to. Really? Oh, wow. And then the rest of them I talked to during the season. So I, I kind of had a... I kind of, like, talking to them, I kind of knew some of them that liked me. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Right. But, yeah, like, definitely when, like, a team like, you know, Toronto goes up and, you know, I thought, okay, I think they like me. And they yeah. didn't pick me. It's like, oh, like, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it was it was weird, that, that draft. And when was the combine? Uh, it was, I want to say, like, a month or two before the draft. And what was that like? Like, how many how many players go out to that? Uh, I want to say, I want to say over 100. Just, okay. I, I might be wrong, but. Um, that was, that, yeah, that was tough too, just because of the, the testing and seeing all the teams and everything. Right. Cause like there's people well, that's a lot still of watching everyone, you like scouts and stuff at oh, the yeah. combine too. So you got to like perform, right? Yeah. Well, it's seven days long. And I think that the testing, the physical testing is like the last two days. So the, before that you're just kind of meeting all the teams, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, that was, that was tough too. So let's back up all the way, like before you even got invited to the combine, mm-hmm. Did you already at that point know that like this was your draft year that you were probably like anticipating getting drafted or was it like, yeah. did it really get real when you got invited to the combine, went out, met the teams and that sort of thing? No, I, I think it was uh, like, even when I was 16, I went to play in Moose Jaw and there's guys um, that had played there like Braden Point and Brett Howden, and, you know, Josh Brook was there, all these great hockey players mm-hmm. um, and going there and then them seeing the scouts and the scouts kind of seeing me a little bit. And then, you know, my 17-year-old year, um, I think it just came a little bit more real. Okay. Um, and then there's also the, you know, the, the mock drafts or the 
kind of mm-hmm. ratings that players right, wrote. Right, and so right. I always saw that I was a little bit on there. So I think that year was definitely a little bit more real. But mm-hmm. So transition now, I know you're wearing the sweater that says change hockey culture. Yeah. I know me and Connor wanted to kind of bring this yeah. up as well. And like the past couple months, there's been, obviously I'm sure you're aware, there's been like some stuff with like, you know, the group chat talk and like the locker room talk and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like what what is your perspective and like kind of like the negative uh, perspective from like the media and outside people from hockey looking in on you know hockey culture in a sense well you played like it's just i know and you, I, you it's it's like uh there's a line right? yeah and um i think when you get older you kind of get to see the line a little bit more mm-hmm. and myself as I know, you mature for sure right, yeah and I, I know for myself just speaking for myself i know that um like there were some comments made towards me about you know my race a little bit right. and whether they were you know joking or whatever i don't think it would be very i don't think it would go mm-hmm. go over well this year or mm-hmm. you know this yeah know how it is now um but like you said you kind of mature as that happens but i think everything's changed and i think it's for the better yeah of course i totally agree yeah yeah no it's so bringing up like the race stuff did you you you, did you experience like any racism like off and off on the ice oh yeah your career oh yeah so how did that affect you did like did you take that to heart or did you kind of take that as like a motivation and well well you probably know like me growing up playing hockey i i was a guy that liked uh to I guess chirp and and be right, all up in right. the game, you'll know, make some yeah. hits and mm-hmm. be kind of a grind. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I, I think it was just fueled my fire. Honestly. Oh, I know it, it just, did. Yeah. You're gonna say something like I want to get you yeah. back, kind of thing. But um, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I know my dad too. When he grew up playing hockey and he played in the Western League, that yeah, you know, people would say stuff or you know mock him. And for so, sure. So he kind of gave me the hey, this could happen. Just right. you know, mm-hmm. headstrong. Uh, but yeah, definitely there's a lot mm-hmm. of, a just lot a part of, of hockey. Oh, yeah. yeah. So just to go back to your kind of game, how would you describe like what kind of player you are? Cause I know you're a physical force, but you know, how would you describe your game? I think, well, I think growing up, I definitely took the defensive side of the puck more seriously. I totally and, agree. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure that that was taken care of. And I think now I'm just trying to discover both sides of the game pretty well, mm-hmm. play a little bit of offense and, um, just be like kind of round up my game a bit. Right. But I think definitely just playing defense, being strong and, you know, that gritty player to play against yeah. is, is definitely yeah definitely really the gritty player i kind of have a funny story back when we were <laughs> I, was it? I think first first year uh hitting like it was like the first year double a okay and i was like i was How a bubble were you then what were you like 11 12 maybe no and um i was a bubble player i was like the fifth or sixth defenseman on the twins he was on the Railcats, and this is our first year hitting right so first game happens and it's against the Railcats, and all the hype going into this game is Jet woo this, jet woo this. this oh, the biggest man. kid already, like physical force and like keep your head up, right? So whatever, we hit warmies. I'm feeling good. I'm shooting pucks, snapping it around, you know. There's girls in the stands. I mean, they're not, they weren't there for me, but you know, they're still, I was hyped up. And I, I can't remember what period it was. I think it was like maybe the second or third period. And I'm starting to get comfortable. And as a defenseman, I had the puck behind my own net. And you know, if you have like space to like rush the puck up, like you're encouraged to do so, right? Oh yeah. So I kind of rushed the puck up and I was given more space than usual. And I think I was coming up the right side, you know, past my blue, past your blue, and I'm going down. I'm looking for the cross ice pass into the middle, right? Wasn't there. So I go to go around the net and like come around the net. Oh shit, sorry. And like come around the next side and see if there's anyone in there. So I come around the net and I, I have my head down the whole fucking way up. Like, it's not good. Like that's the last thing you like the coach to tell you, keep your fucking head up, right? And I come around the net and I see fucking Jet Woo coming at me. And like, you know that, like that, that moment where you like look, you look up at, and there's like ha- a split second. And you're like, oh fuck. 
And this big guy, he <laughs> fucking puts me into next week. And like, you know, it's when you make a hit, it's like the best thing ever. But when you're the guy taking your hit, it's like the most humiliating thing yeah. ever, right? So like his whole bench is like cheering, wooing. And like, I got to skate past the girls back to my own bench. And I'm like, fuck this. And like, I don't know. That was just how I got introduced to you. But you know, that That's was, uh, that was your kind of game before that. And still is to this day. But I yeah. thought that was kind of a funny story. Yeah, it was funny. I know if you, yeah, you probably don't remember that. No. I, I'll remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was about to tell me that story before he came on. He's like, no, no, no. Let's save, yeah, it. save it for the yeah, air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then as soon as you started talking about how you're a physical player, I was like, here it comes. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. So you've had the chance to like represent Canada you know, like your country in Manitoba on like multiple occasions. What's kind of like, how has that like been an honor for you? And like, where have you gone like around the world to kind of see, um, to promote mm -hmm. hockey in your country? Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, like I've been to a lot of places in Europe, um, like obviously been down to the U S and, and, and whatnot. But, um, I, I don't know. It's just the feeling of, you know, representing your country. I think for back sure. then even just thinking, you know, I'm playing for my, you know, my, my school friends, my teachers, you know, they're, you know everyone in Canada kind of thing mm -hmm. um I think like the best feeling I think was winning the Ivan Holinka right um where was that that was Slovakia right yeah it was Slovakia or somewhere in Czech I forget but um like that was unbelievable winning mm -hmm. that um but yeah no it's just like you said it's like an honor to to kind of wear that maple leaf right um but, no some good experiences for sure mm -hmm. so like playing for your country and you know I'm sure you like you play with like a roundup of players who's like, who's, like, the player that's, like, surprised you the most if you played against or even with? Like, who's, like, the one guy that you stepped onto the ice with and you're, like, holy shit, like, this guy is, like, the real deal? No, there's there's actually quite a few. I think even going to the World Junior Tryouts and, you know, seeing some of the younger guys that I haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, like, you know, Lafreniere and, and Doc and all those guys. So you, you're on the ice played. and played with them. How is, how is Lafreniere? Oh, no, they're they're all, all unreal. It's <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous, you know, yeah. And, and, you know, some of them were a year younger, two years younger. Right, and right. it's like, wow, but... Uh, I think there's a there's a, a group of guys where I've always kind of either played on their team or tried out with them at a certain point, and it's always fun getting to see them and you know seeing how they develop too. But mm -hmm. yeah, like it, it's great. Every time you go, guys are getting better and better. Yeah, so. yeah. So um, like with quarantine and stuff now, how have you like managed to like do your training and keep up with stuff? Like I know it's yeah. kind of eased out in where we are now, but like at the start of it, I'm sure like everything was closed. So how did you kind of manage that? Yeah, like, like I think I got back like middle of March or something. Right. And um, I took some time off, probably took a month off, and then went back into it, started training a little bit more, skating a bit. And then I had laser eye surgery. So then oh, I, shit. Yeah, so then I had two weeks off. Why did you need the surgery? Yeah. Well, it was just like I, ha I wore contacts and glasses, and oh, it was okay. just kind of... Oh, is that so you don't have to wear contacts? Yeah, just so oh, I don't wear... okay, right. Yeah. And so I, I was just easier. Might as well, if there's going to be a time to get it, yeah. might as well be during you know, quarantine mm -hmm. when everything's shut yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. And then... Like took two weeks off, or I guess a month off, and went back into it, and then took another like three weeks off. Like I've just been wow. going on and off, but now I think for the last two couple of weeks I've been kind of going hard. But you just I don't know because you never know when things are gonna start back up again. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're training here in Winnipeg right now. Right now, yeah, so far. Just at like the rink. Or... Yeah, I, I'm skating at uh, it's, it's called Laker Hockey Academy. My dad runs it out of South Elk Community Center. Okay. Um, so I work out there and then I skate there as well. as Skate at the rink. Um, but like it's, 
like, I don't know if I'm going too hard or if I'm going mm-hmm. you know, too little because, you, like I said, you don't know when yeah. it's going to go back up. And that's what I was going to ask is, like, do you have a, a trainer? Are you just doing this on your own? So, like... Yeah, so Van, Vancouver and Utica set me, uh, like, a training program. Okay. And so I have um, people kind of watch over me at Southdale, at Lakers. So they'll just kind of – I'll show them the program and I'll do it, like, kind of on my own. Right. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't think they're – like, the program I have right now is more of a – you know, just getting your body back into things, not necessarily going too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's going good. So how long, like, are you anticipating until you actually are, like, playing for the Canucks? And yeah. Like... So when I when I signed, I guess, last year, right? Um, I I think I was, I was hoping at the time because I was looking at, you know, I was just signed. I wanted to see where everyone else was signing and what their mm-hmm. contracts were at. So I think, like, hopefully, like, obviously the quickest – or I guess the the sooner the better, but right. also at the time I want to um, like be at that level where I'm not just playing. I want to be you know a dominant player right. and mm-hmm. play you know good and be a guy to rely on. So whether that be you know next year to three years or four years, then that's what I what I hope for just to be like a, a reliable player. When I mean, I once you get there, you're actually yeah. yeah. Well, you could still move up into the into the A right and kind of work there. So yeah. do you think you see yourself there up sometime soon? Yeah. Playing so, for their farm team. Yeah. So technically, I could play there next year now that I'm turning twenty right. soon. Um, so I guess that's the plan is to try to go there next season. But like I said, I don't know when they'll start up again or if yeah. the Western League will start up for again. sure. Right. Yeah. So you mentioned signing that contract. What was that kind of like? And what were like? like seeing that money in your bank yeah. account kind of thing so, what was like some first impulse purchases i know it's kind of a loaded question but you yeah. can touch on that so the day that i signed um i think it was the, probably one of the last four games of the season actually i think it was the last game of the season okay and uh we were playing swift current i believe and it was they weren't a strong team and we we had a pretty good team and i was at a pretty good year and i i hadn't fought that year yet and I, not not that i was looking for a fight it's just yeah. you know and their one of their tough guys on their team was uh, kind of I guess bullying our sixteen year old like one of my good oh. buddies on Moose Shot and he kept sticking him the whole game and then there's one time in the shift where he like completely just can opened him and tripped him and stuff and I jumped the bench <laughs> and as our player was skating like our the guy that he did it to was probably about ten feet fifteen feet away from the boards I jumped the bench to make sure that that tough guy didn't get off the ice yeah. And I'm just like, hey, like, let's go. Like, I was amped up. Yeah. I think yeah. I, I think I had probably a few points in the game already. Like, I was amped up to yeah. the game. Like, let's go. Like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I line up with him. I'm like, oh, shit. He's a lefty. So he lines up the other way. I'm like, oh, no. So that's throwing you off already, hey? Yeah, so yeah. I'm, like, I'm, like, ready. And he goes, like, the opposite way. I'm like, oh, man, he's going to yeah. kill me. And I actually held, I held my ground pretty good, and, and he we gave a little tap at the end. But, yeah. But like I said, I was amped up during. Yeah. The game. <laughs> but uh, you yeah. said this is the day you signed the contract. Yeah, the day that I signed it was it was probably like an hour or two hours before the game. Wow. Yeah, and it was. Oh wait, so you signed the contract before the game? Yeah, yeah right oh, before the that's game. That's why so far. Oh, okay, so that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. why. Yeah, right. Two hours before the game. Yeah. Two hours before the game, and I was like trying to keep in the smile. I wasn't supposed to tell any of my yeah. teammates, and you know they kind of guessed before. Really? But I was like I was amped up, ready yeah. to go, and. Yeah, that's it was sick. hilarious yeah that's sick yeah but like Duma said uh did you end up going out and making any purchases with- yeah I, I think after the season i came back and 
um, I really wanted to golf. And I, oh, I, yeah. And so I, me and my dad went to golf town, bought this nice, you know, you know, golf set and you, you know everything kind of with it. All the bells and whistles, get me some, you know, balls, tees, right. everything. Mm-hmm. Came out to like a couple grand, whatever, and um, whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so I bought that, and then I was actually going out to Utica to finish out my season, go, you know, be out there a little bit, you know, with the AHL team, and like my knee was a bit sore, and so I get it checked out there, and they're like, hey, like you. Your meniscus is torn. Seriously? So this was a se- uh, second meniscus tear that I had. I, Shit, I, I, I didn't had, know about any of your injuries. Yeah, so I had one meniscus tear the season before I got signed, I guess going into that season. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it would have been in like September I got the surgery and then fast forward all the way into May or I guess April where I went out to Utica. They're like, hey, your meniscus is torn again. I'm like, oh man. And the first thing I thought, I swear to you, I won't be able to golf. Really? <laughs> yeah. First thing. It's like April. Yeah. yeah. It's like just... April. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. The worst. Like the worst news. Oh, I'm like you get a menis- meniscus tear. Like you gotta have surgery again. First thing. Oh, I just bought this golf set. Like <laughs> first thing. Yeah, you just a couple it. grand on yeah. this. <laughs> first thing. But uh, no, it was it was good recovery. It was quick. Like a like a month or so. Got back oh, okay. up and Yeah. No. But because uh, the knee things can be pretty scary sometimes. Cause I know I have a buddy yeah. who's had like a couple ACL tears and he's been like. He's out for like a year, like over a year now, because he can yeah. can't run or like he can't even play basketball with us, like at the courts, and yeah. it's, it can be scary. But I guess like for you, it's kind of a blessing almost. You know? it, it is yeah. like it was like the best possible outcome. And yeah. Then, um, like like I said, I had I had Vancouver and Utica to look to kind of right. lean on to for help sure. with the rehab and stuff. So it was mm-hmm. it was good. It was okay. Have you had to battle any other injuries other than the meniscus? Uh, not really recently. I think I grew up, I had a few shoulder separations or collarbone cracks or something. From lying in the bod? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or someone hitting me, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. No, that's just, I guess, part of it. Um, I know we kind of touched on your Asian heritage before, but I kind of want to touch on it again. I think I saw a stat that you were like the second highest Chinese born draft pick ever and like the first ever Chinese born player to be drafted by the Canucks. So like, what does that mean to you? And like, is that like I know like you're you really like have close family ties and everything so like how does that represent like your ethnicity as well like what does that mean to you? Yeah, so when I, when I was drafted, I had no idea of that. I had no idea going into that I could be you know the yeah. second or first whatever it was, um, and even it took me like a few months to realize or for people to start saying on Twitter that kind of stuff. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's just like you know it's it's a cool feeling and yeah. you know, for people to you know send you messages on Instagram or like kind of reach out to you saying how much it means to them. For I sure. think that's just how much more it is and. I think I know for sure this last season and going onto the ice and or working out or whatever, I definitely had that in my, right. my back pocket thinking about those people. But um, it's funny because, you know, I'm half Chinese and half, you know, uh, German, like right. we're exactly half and half. And so it's, I always talk about, you know, my Asian side, but I'm, ne- I'm right. exactly half the other one. Okay, sure. Yeah. But uh, no, it's, like I said, it's just something that I have in my back pocket and think mm-hmm. about sometimes. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I find it so cool when I go on Twitter and I see, like, all these tweets about Jet Wu. And it's like, <laughs> uh, I just wonder, like, what it feels like or yeah. how, like, whatever. Now that you got, like, the blue check mark and stuff on Instagram, <laughs> I see, do you get, like, a lot of messages? Like, do you have, I'm sure you have fans already, because I know, like, Vancouver, like, they have, like, a large That's what I was gonna say. Uh, population of, you know, Asian people. Yeah. So, like, I'm assuming you'd be, like, a fan, a fan favorite, favorite out yeah, there. Like, you get say. a lot of, like, fans already. I know you haven't, like, cracked the squad just yet, but, like, do you get, like, messages in general from people, like, yeah. DMs and stuff? Well, I think when I was drafted, um, like, right away I had 
like a few hundred DMs like on really? Instagram, like a, of you know Chinese people saying how much it means to them. And that's fucking like, awesome. It was, it was that's amazing. That's so, so cool. Yeah, and, and even now and then I'll have you know a couple you know in a day or this and that, but I, I don't really read them anymore. I don't like look over them, but um, like yeah, oh for sure. Yeah. It was I used to used to get a lot for sure at the beginning. Hmm, that's was, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that really is. So um, with your plans for the future now, like I know it's like kind of hard to say with like the COVID and everything now, but now you're just kind of training and like just waiting playing. for the call. Yeah, yeah, like relaxing and um, yeah, like I don't know when I'm going back. So right now I'm just kind of a little bit of training, just kind of like I said, golfing is. What, I love golfing, so yeah. like golfing and going to the lake, whatever it is. Uh, but nothing too much, just kind of hanging at home. You know, mm-hmm. obviously with this COVID stuff, it's not very fun. But, uh, you know, I guess the one, if there was any kind of upside, is that I get to be at home with my family a bit. Right, right. Um, so I think I'm just kind of enjoying that right now. Mm-hmm. So do you think this break hurts you or helps you more? Like, because you have the time to, like, relax and train and get your body healthy and everything. But at the same time, like, you're losing a year yeah. where you could be playing hockey and getting better and developing. Like, what do you think about that? Well, yeah, no, that's definitely, like, so I thought about that right away. I think it just depends on how hard I work, like, during, right. compared to everyone else. You know, some, you see some people, either, you know, see the memes of people either gaining weight or, you know, getting, you know, ripped mm-hmm. kind of thing. So... I think it's just kind of up to me whether I do it or don't, and mm-hmm. I just got to kind of stay on myself for it. But like you said, I, I don't know. It's I'm missing a little bit of a year of hockey or whatever. Didn't even get to finish my last season in right. Calgary if it was my last. So. Yeah, how is that, like, feeling, like, knowing, like, you know, going into playoffs almost just about, and then the season stops, right? Was yeah. Was that kind well, of disappointing? It, oh, yeah. yeah. It was, I think we were, like, two or three games away from the playoffs, and, um, yeah, they just told us, like, just wait at home. We don't know, and then we yeah. got sent home, and, you know, first thing I think we all thought about were, you know, our 20-year-olds, the you know, guys that are for sure not coming back. And right. I think it just sucks to kind of go out like that. And myself, I think if I don't get to go back, it's just kind of... Yeah, you don't get to see those guys. Back. Like, you maybe not, not see them for a while or like yeah. ever again, right? Yeah. You know, so that's tough for sure. You said you guys were a good team that year too? Yeah, like, we we had a pretty strong team. And, we, like, we had a big team. And on paper, we were unreal. I think we had some bumps and during, on the road. but And we also had a lot of injuries. But I think we were, we were for sure a playoff team, I think. It was just disappointing to kind of mm-hmm. not work, see where work all season and then yeah. not even get to see where you guys uh-huh. would have went. Yeah, yeah. So like playing with Calgary and like in the Western League and stuff, you know, like there's a lot of travel and stuff. Like is it, it's mostly on the bus. Bus? Are you guys yeah. fly anywhere or just no, all bus? bus? All okay. bus. All so bus like, can't fly. what's like the longest trip you guys take? Uh, from Calgary. Um, I think this year we went to we will this year we went to BC. We went to Winnipeg. So I guess to Winnipeg is like 15, 16 hours. Okay. So like my next question is like, how do you pass time on the bus and stuff? Are you like yeah. a movie guy so, or like play so, cars or just sleep or what? Yeah. So, well, this year in Calgary, I was, I was one of the older guys. So I got to sit at the back of the bus Yeah. and, uh, my girlfriend Taylor bought me a PlayStation kind of set portable thing. Oh, okay. It's like, wow. it, it carries as like a luggage. Oh, no way. <laughs> you put on the bus, you plug it into the outlet and you open it up and there's like a massive TV. Really? PlayStation just sits in it. What? And so I, dude, I'm telling you, I just probably gamed. Like, so you got the so back cool. of the bus, you're the captain, you're like, hey, yeah, no just, one come near me, I'm in my zone. That, <laughs> yeah. So I just sick. Gamed, yeah. You know, the other guys around me, give them a controller, we're playing yeah. there. That's I, I game probably so much on the bus and it was I didn't crazy. even know you could do that. I thought yeah, it was dude, like, yeah. I it, was, it was that or cards, but yeah, it was... Oh man, yeah. that's unreal! Yeah. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, great, it was a great birthday gift. That's, that's sick. for sure. Um, yeah, so I know you got some tattoos too. Like I know you got some more, um, mm-hmm. but I saw the one like on your leg and stuff mm-hmm. too. Like, what are those like t- 
towards your Asian heritage or like what it would so, talk about some of those? So I have a, you can't really see because I don't have a sweater, yeah. but I have, I think I total have like five or six. Um, on my arm, on the back of my left arm, I have in Chinese, um, it says loyalty, honor, and respect. So I have that. And then also on my top left chest here, I think I have, it says, uh, God is greater than the highs and lows. Okay. So just like symbols. Right. Nice. Um, but my first, my first ever tattoo was on my arm here. Um, so it's basically three triangles connected. Right. Uh, which means kind of body, soul, and spirit. Sure. And then when you turn it upside down here, it's a W with okay. a triangle in the middle. Right. right. And the triangle symbolizes me, my brother, and my sister, and we're all connected body, soul, and spirit. Holy cake. Wow. So all of them mean like got some yeah. great meaning to you. Yeah. yeah. And I then, like that. Yeah. And then the latest one was my leg one. And that was just, um, so I said I had a few um, surgeries on this leg. Mm-hmm. And so then this is basically like a, like a clock and an arrow kind of representing um, perseverance, like all the time, you know, right. wherever, yeah. whenever kind of thing. Um, oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I'll be getting any this year. I know, I know my. In my family, my my dad has a, a tattoo on his back shoulder, um, a Chinese symbol. I think a lot of our my uncles or whatever have them, so mm-hmm. maybe I'll get that in the future. But do they all have the same one? No, they're just different. Or just different, different ones. I think my dad has one that says "Love" in Chinese. Okay. Um, so maybe down the road I'll get one or something. But I'm trying to save my money now that I splurged. A few. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, save a few. Only bought some golf clubs. You're yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, moving away from hockey and stuff, like what? kind of like things you like to do like just like in your free time i know you said you like to golf and stuff but there's any other like hobbies or like anything else you like to do um so i'm i like going out to restaurants actually yeah like i'm, I'm not a picky eater at all so i can go to a restaurant and that's good actually like look at everything like everything on the menu so what's your favorite meal um, do you have, you know, do you have the, one so you might laugh but i, I love 529 so okay. I, I love going there that's my favorite mm-hmm. like kind of what do you dining. get usually uh, I'll get a steak. I'll go with my girlfriend. We'll get a steak each, and then we'll get a few appies. Yeah. Um, nice. Cheese bread is unbelievable there. <laughs> but yeah. uh, there, there's a place. Um, it's called Fifty Nine Jun- or Junction Fifty Nine. Okay. And I go there for their nachos, and it's like a, it's like a plate of nachos, but it's all like put in this kind of cooked tube almost. Right. And he lifts it off, and it's just steaming and Ooh. whatever. It has all the toppings you can think yeah. of, you know, and get a Caesar uh, mojito or something with it. It's well, nice. Yeah. Right on. What's your drink of choice? Uh, that's a good question. Depends where you go, I think. You got yeah. the, ha- the, the happy hour menu. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always got to look at that first. I, exactly. I like rum and Cokes. Um, okay. And that's probably just a simple, simple drink. Yeah. Cool. So right now, like what, I guess, other than like going to the lake and stuff, what is like day in the life of jet what do you do when you wake up like do you work out every single day yeah do you, so, do you so, hit the ice every day yeah so during the weekday right now i guess um i'll work out in the morning um like eight or nine at southdale and then um sometimes i'll skate during the day depending on the day and then my dad's running hockey camps out of southdale too so i'll go and help out for a few hours and then depending on that i might have a scrimmage at night or and my friends are putting on a beer league so i might join them for that so, like, honestly, I'm skating, like, I'm around the rink a lot of the time. So, it's either that or I'll go hang with the buddies or shoot mm-hmm. golf or whatever it is. But yeah. Do you like going out? Like, do you like partying and drinking and stuff? Honestly, I, I haven't gone out in a while. I know in Calgary we, we went out a few times. 
Um, but I'm, I'm not like a big drinker. Like I don't. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Like, I know you, uh, you came to a couple parties back in high school with us and yeah. I know you weren't like a big party or a drinker then. Do you think like you, like if you want to take hockey seriously and take it to the next level, do you think you can mix like partying and hockey or do you think you should stray just to one way? I think, I think there's like a balance. Right. Um, like you, you obviously see some of the guys that are, you know, the, you know, the top hockey players and I don't think that they just, just fuck it. I think you got to have some fun yeah. too. Um, but I, I guess I think there's a line, there's a balance of it. Mm-hmm. You've definitely been on some teams with some guys that are just like absolute, just all they do is party, hey? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, even, you know, when I was 16, 17, and, you know, the, some of the you know, older guys right. are, are doing stuff. And it's, yeah. It's like, like, am I supposed to be like that? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Because I could be like, you're like a rookie on the team, right? Yeah. And you're like, is this the way of like the road here? Is this like, do I follow in like my vet's like footsteps yeah. in here? Yeah, no, but, it was... I guess yeah. you've kind of had to figure that out for yourself, though, right? You know what yeah. I mean? If I want to, to yeah. kind of take it seriously, I wouldn't. And honestly, in those, you see, you, talk, you hear a lot about like uh, like hazing and I that just stuff. Just gonna yeah. ask about yeah. that. Yeah, you ever? No, there's not never something like that on our team. Really? It was always it was always fun. It was always, you know, if you don't want to do it, okay, you don't have to do it. Like Interesting. It was, yeah. It uh, depends on the team, though, hey. It does, and like I've heard some pretty crazy hazing stories from some dub teams. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. That's good that you didn't have to go through that. Yeah. No, and, and we had a we had an old school uh, coach back in Mushan, his name was Tim Hunter and he didn't he didn't stand for any of that stuff too. And it was good. it was yeah, we never had any of the, that bad hazing stuff in my locker room. Well that's good. Yeah. What do you think is it uh, I guess have you met like the Canucks by now? Like you must have like do you oh, train yeah. with them and stuff, so like do, have you already like made some friends with any of those guys? Yeah, I think well, yeah, I'd say a lot of them I think uh like when I was drafted, I went out to their rookie camp and their main camp, their tryouts and all that stuff. So I got to meet some of them. And um, even when I got my surgeries, I went to Vancouver for that. There's some guys there that have the same thing. And so um, as well as just going out to Utica and, you know, skating with those guys too. I think I've met a lot of them. So I think it's kind of exciting to see where, where I'll go in the next couple of years and mm-hmm. there. For sure. Well, with you being drafted by the Canucks, I don't even know if you could add to this now, but who a kind of team – it was like what was your favorite team growing up and like some of the players that you liked watching or even now mm-hmm. that just kind of amaze you and like you kind of like keep tabs on so my growing up my favorite defenseman was Shea Weber right and so he played on so he's played on um like Montreal, Montreal yeah. a couple of yeah. Nashville, yeah. Nashville yeah. so but I think I loved him when he was on um where was it I want to say Montreal yeah 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 and so uh, he was my favorite player, but then I think my favorite team and player would have been Sidney Crosby and the Penguins. Oh, okay. Growing up, I think there was always that bad Big way. Penguins guy, all right, yeah, all so right. I always grew up loving him, have a poster, or had a poster. Well, how can you not love Sidney Crosby? He's exactly. like a Canadian icon, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, so I think those were the, those were the two guys for sure. Awesome. Uh, who are you most excited to, to play against in, in the future here? That's a good question. Um, or who do you think's up next in, like, in, in the NHL right now? Because you know, like, Sidney Crosby and stuff are, like, on their way out. They're the vets. Who do you see as, like, these these young guys are killing now, right, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so who do you think is, like, next up or one of the going to be? Obviously, McDavid is young, but who do you think? Well, I think I'm, like, I'm excited to play against guys that I'd played against before. Oh, okay. Like, in the Western yeah. League or played with. Okay. Um, you know, guys like Brett Howden, who's in, you know, New York right now, like, being able to play against him right. one day or... You know, Josh Brook, he's with the Montreal Canadiens organization. I feel like if I play against him one mm-hmm. day kind of thing. 
Um, you know, also I think just playing with guys like you know Quinn Hughes or right, um, right, you know Petey. So it's that'd be insane. Yeah, hey, so I didn't it's even exciting. Think about like if you yeah. could be like, what if you're a defenseman partner with Quinn Hughes? Like yeah. he's up for the Calder right now. Yeah, hey? I, I, he should get it. I, mean, I know, in my opinion, that's so. insane. That's insane to think about. Yeah, and it's it's exciting. So like playing hockey, I'm sure you've had like some crazy friendships and like on like what's that meant to you? Like, do you have like friends that you still keep in touch with in like your midget days and stuff? Like, I'm oh, sure yeah. you keep in touch with a lot of like younger guys yeah well i think i was looking back at it maybe yesterday the day before just looking at all the old text messages and you know yeah. looking back at three years ago my or four years ago whatever it is my you know winnipeg warriors group chat right right or, yeah you know just seeing that or on snapchat your your, your memories, your memories and, stuff, and right. stuff so it's that's pretty yeah. cool no there's definitely a lot of guys that I'll, I'll i still keep in contact with and even you know i think about if you ever get you know, married or have a big, you know, social whatever. If you're gonna like, who you're gonna invite, and so you got to think about those guys right, too. Right, right. Exactly. You can't just like, with. yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, everything like you're meeting new people all the time, and like you're just keep climbing the ranks and going up. You yeah. can't just forget about kind of where you came from. Cause, yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to bring up here? I I don't know. I think like we might just wrap it up. You want it? All right. Yeah. Uh. Thanks for coming on, man. I think we had a great talk. Um, yeah, appreciate your time. Uh, I know you're a busy guy, but, you know, we hope to have you on again. And, you know. Oh, yeah. Part two. Uh, yeah, let's do a part two. And, you know, we wish you luck with the future, man. I know I'm know. i super excited to see where yeah, you end up. Thank you know, to represent yeah. Winnipeg and stuff like that. And you're a super hard worker, so just keep it up, bro. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys.